Hey, what's up, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Wex Appeal Podcast, Barbells, Beats, and Buffoonery. I am your host, Wex, and man, do we have a fun show for you today. Uh, we'll get to that in just a minute. You already know who it is if you've already clicked on this. Uh, so you know who my guest is, but it's going to be a lot of fun. But before we do that, man, I want to just chat with you guys and talk about a little bit of the things that are going on here in Florida. I am a member of Tier 1 CrossFit DBP, which is Driven by Purpose, and we have an event coming up, and I'm very excited about it, and I, I don't often talk about events and things on the podcast, but this one is going to support the Florida Alliance to End Human Trafficking, which I think is a awesome thing to get behind and support, and also I competed in this event last year. I PR'd my back squat, finally hitting over 400, you know, about 402. So I love this event. It's a great event, but it is the second annual Total Terror event at Tier 1 CrossFit DBP. And it's a pick your poison type event. So you have two chances to to win here. You can either win by um, doing the CrossFit total, which is a, you're going to have 20 minutes to get a one rep max for your back squat, deadlift, and strict press. Your combined weight is your score. We're also scoring on the Wilkes scoring, which means it's adjusted by body weight. So there's an equalizer as well. So somebody who may weigh less but lifts more is going to get a higher score than somebody who might be heavier and lifts heavy. So it's a fair playing field for everybody. You can do that, or you can do the the other total, which is the clean bench press and overhead squat. So get it, total terror. It is the other total or the CrossFit total. And same thing, same rules apply. Three, 20 minutes to get your one rep max clean bench press and overhead squat, and your total score is your score. Heavy lifts, loud crowds. It is a going on October 8th, and costumes are very much encouraged. I dressed up as Fat Thor last year, and it was it was awesome. And my daughter actually competed, and she dressed up as Wonder Woman. And we just had a great time. But as I said, it is all to support the Florida Alliance to end human trafficking. Registrations was 50 bucks to, to come and play. It's a great time, great, great atmosphere, a lot of fun, big weights going down. That's what we all want to all come to see. We want to see those big weights. You can head to totalterror2.watifyarena.com to register and get signed up. Or, you know, if you want to volunteer, you can go to the Instagram page for um, CrossFit, um, Tier 1, CrossFit DBP, and you can um, shoot them a message, say that you want to register, and we'll get you get you set up and, and do that. You can also pay via Venmo at CFDBP as well um, to register and just notate on your Venmo that that's what you want to do. You want to come and do the Total Terror event. So it's a lot of fun, and like I said, it's for charity, but... It, all proceeds donated to the Florida Alliance to end human trafficking. And, oh, also, I forgot to tell you, if you win, there's cash prizes. So you could walk away with cold, hard cash as well as a awesome trophy, which uh, our coach won't tell us what it is, but he said it's it's pretty awesome. So get over there, check it out, and, uh, and, and sign up today. It's October 8th, and it is Total Terror CrossFit DBP. Now, we got, man... All sorts of things going on. So getting ready for the stuff that's going on in CrossFit, but you know, as as I have mentioned and, and mentioned on the podcast, my daughter is uh, venturing into Instagram, and well, she's not 
actually venturing into Instagram. I'm venturing into Instagram for her. She has taken a liking to wanting to do a lot of CrossFit, gymnastics, baseball, all sorts of things. So we've created an Instagram account for her, and it's uh, Stella CF at uh, Stella CF three one one on Instagram. If you want to follow along and kind of see the things that she's doing, but she's having a lot of fun doing it. Um, and we're putting together videos, like little hype videos for for lifting and and just getting out there and being fit and and, and fitness. So having a good time with that. So go check that out. And if you're not already, and I don't know why you wouldn't be. Um, following us on Instagram, TikTok. Uh, you can follow the Wexbeal podcast on TikTok, Instagram. You can go over and like our YouTube. We're going to try and get some video content uh, soon, but you know things happen. We just moved, so I don't kind of have my office set up in a way that I like for video. So we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll do it. Um, but man, a lot of fun things. I've got a lot of people that I'm contacting and talking to about guests that are going to be coming on the show. Um, but you know, right now, a lot of it is coming off the back of the CrossFit Games. And uh, if you listen to the last episode with Brian Friend, we broke down kind of the CrossFit Games and, and what we thought about it, you know, what we thought, you know, was good, what we thought needed improvement. But, um, you know, talked to a lot of people there. So you're going to get some CrossFit content, but I've also got some uh, Broadway stage content coming, which is going to be fun. Uh, so hopefully some music content, some some television content, a whole bunch of stuff. As you know, I like to talk to anybody who's interesting. So we don't limit it just to uh, just to CrossFit or fitness, but you know it's things that I'm passionate about, and uh, and hopefully that you are as well. So I hope you're enjoying the episodes, and uh, if you are, hey, shoot me a message. Tell me where you're from. Um, I get to see the, all the analytics of of who's listening, where I don't know who's listening, but but where they're listening, and it's gone worldwide. So it's pretty awesome to to see this this uh, little podcast from my office uh, going all around the world. So thank you. Thank you guys for that. My guest today really needs no introduction, but you know, if you, if you don't know, his name is Heber Cannon and he is one half of the power duo of CrossFit called the Buttery Bros. And if you are at a CrossFit event, chances are you've seen them, whether it's the CrossFit Games, Wadapalooza, they've been out to Dubai, they've done, man, they've done all sorts of uh content all over the world but they are content creators that worked for crossfit and in 2018 a whole bunch of stuff went down with crossfit and a whole bunch of people were let go they were one of them and they turned the content and style that they were doing for crossfit they turned it into their own brand and they got out from behind the camera and got in front of the camera and became the buttery bros and the crossfit community loves them and you know my, I love watching their episodes. Look forward to every every single week them dropping a new episode. Just a lot of fun. They they bring fun and they bring great quality content that anybody can watch. Um, and they also talk to all sorts of people, similar to what I do. Um, they they man they will go and talk to pretty much anybody when it comes to you know influencers and fitness and and all sorts of different types of fitness. So they strongman. Ninja Warrior, CrossFit, you name it, they've got them on the show. So they, they've been awesome for the community, really bringing that community feel to their, to their episodes. And I've really enjoyed their content. I've got to meet them quite a few times at the CrossFit Games, at Wadapalooza, and, you know, kind of we all know some of the same people. They're just awesome guys. So I messaged, messaged Heber um, the other day, and he's like, hey, man, I got – 
I got time in about 30 minutes. You want to just do it? So we jumped on the podcast and like little to no prep at all and just jumped right into it. It was a lot of fun. It was good. So I hope that you enjoy the episode. We're just going to get right to it. And uh, this is my episode with Heber Cannon from the Buttery Bros. And he is also co-founder of Podium Supplements and also Krieger Bags, which they've got some awesome, awesome products for both of those companies. So go check them out. But here's my interview with Heber. Enjoy. All right, so my guest today is one half of the Buttery Bros, Mr. Heber Cannon. Thank you for you know doing this. I, I messaged you and you're like, yeah, how about like in 30 minutes? So I had to like scramble yeah. to get everything together. Um, just <laughs> that's recently that's moved. That's the best way to do it. Yeah, just recently moved. So this is like the setup right now. I don't have a I don't have the the logo like like you have there, but uh, it looks good, man. Before we begin, man, happy belated birthday. Um, I know Thanks, man. we're recording this on Friday, but yesterday, uh, what is what was yesterday? The 8th? The 8th. Yeah, yep. the 8th um, was your birthday, so happy belated birthday. Did you do anything uh, anything special or anything different? Uh, I did a lot of working out, and I did uh, hung out with my boys, my kids, and then I went out with a bunch of my friends and wife last night to Top Golf and... and uh, got beat in golf <laughs> nice how how are you in golf is it is it uh, not good not yeah good. No, no it's not it's not my jam yeah it was fun uh, yeah uh, i i go i have a good time i try not to send anything down above or below on in top golf you know i try not to you know send any uh any clubs out into the out into the field or anything so i try to hold yeah. on to it but you know if you're doing that you're winning yes yep. So how have you been? How how is life after the games? You guys are still staying busy. Um, I've watched your you know watched the episode that dropped. Uh, I want did it drop yesterday or the day before yesterday? Uh, it's Friday, so yeah, it was dropped. We try to drop every Wednesday. Every so Wednesday. yeah, uh, yeah, we we had the opportunity to go out and do a tough mutter with our uh, comedian friend Brendan Schaub and and our Rain family. It was an awesome time. And since the games, we we just always stay busy, man. So we took a little bit of time off to. Um, I don't even remember what happened last month, really. Like I had an anniversary and uh, so we've had some downtime, but still producing lots of content. So like I was doing the math the other day and I haven't been home on a full Saturday Hmm. since like maybe June. And I won't be like looking at our schedule. I won't have a Saturday at home until maybe October. Wow. Like just that one particular day, I've I've had day trips or weekend trips, so that that I've missed like a, a significant portion of every Saturday, if not the entire Saturday. Gotcha. Are you heading month. over to any of the overseas events? Um, not currently. So like, we travel so much, um, and I love traveling. With Podium, we're getting really close to launching in some of those other countries. And so when that happens, I'm kind of like reserving those those trips to go and try and promote that in a big way. Um, and we're not quite there. And I know that's going to be a big ask from that from that perspective in a couple months or so. And so we've held off on, on anything like that until basically the 2023 season. Um, hopefully things are ready by that. I'm not saying that it will be, but if you're – out of the country and you want podium, like I'm hoping we can get it out there sooner 
Uh, and that's, that's kind of our current timeline. So no, we're not headed out anywhere. We're headed out to Hawaii this weekend. I'm headed out tomorrow. Oh, I've got to go to Hawaii uh, for this uh, Hawaiian trail run with my buddy Aaron Hoff. They have this amazing foundation there, and we're just going out to support and yeah. produce some content. We actually, so I saw on the on Instagram that we both commented looking for uh, to see if Jason Momoa is going to be there. Yeah, my guy. Hopefully, he comes. You know, have, have you had to meet him yet, or or? I've never met him. Yeah, he just cut his hair, so we're not we're no longer brothers. But <laughs> hopefully, I've got some mutual friends with him that like like. So we did this episode with Mark Twite and uh, my my friend Michael Blevins, who who trained like the guys from the movie Three Hundred, and then yeah. they continued working with uh, Zack Snyder to do like Superman and Aquaman, and so they trained Jason for all of those movies and for for a while. I think they ended in like 2017 or 18. Um, and they're good friends with him. So uh, I was like, hey, put in a good word for me. I'd love to go work out with Aquaman. That would be that'd be incredible. That would be awesome. And it looks like yeah, he it looks struck. like he just saved the, shaved the sides. It looks like he's still got length on the top, I think. I didn't. We'll see. Yeah. I, didn't, I haven't seen know? like a finished picture. So we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll see with that. But that would be that would be awesome. I know he's big into um, conservation and, you know, and, and helping others, which I love that about him is that he's not just a movie star. He actually uses his his platform for something positive. Yeah. I was stoked to see that he had posted about the race. So Yeah. Um, so you head over there. Um, any any big plans while you're there? I know you're gonna be doing you're gonna be doing the trail run. Um, you're always doing, you know, you guys are doing coaching and stuff as as well this year or or jumping in on workouts with, with kids? Yeah, we'll jump in some workouts. We coached some workouts last year. They haven't really you know, I we're always pretty like last minute. And so it makes it difficult for people to plan around us. But when we get there, like we're there for 10, I'm there for 10 days. Um, and so I'm sure when I land on Saturday night, we'll kind of go over a schedule of what we'll be doing the whole time, but I'm sure we'll run some classes. Um, I've got, uh, my kids coming out, my family's coming out. And so uh, they're going to do the, some of the kids workouts too. And then I'm, I'm convincing my kids. I'm not convincing them. They came out in April and I did this walk with Hoffy around the island, not the yeah. entire island, but for those that have seen the episode or haven't, we paddled around the Nepali coast, which is like, a, I can't remember. It's a long paddle. It took like five hours. Yeah. And then, uh, and then we walked uh, 13 miles that night. And then the next morning we continued walking. And so it was a total of like 52 miles around the island from paddling to walking up to the tallest point mm -hmm. which is a uh, cocaine and my kids so the point is my kids came and they walked for, for the first five miles of the walk and they were like oh we want to keep doing this please don't make us go home and when we sent them home they had like full meltdowns and they were pissed yeah and then the next morning they came or the next afternoon they came and finished the walk so they finished the last six miles so they ended up doing like 12 miles wow. over the course of two days um, and so when they heard we were going back, they're like, we want to do it. I want to do the whole thing, dad. And so like my youngest is, is six and he's like, how do I learn to swim so I can do the paddle? And if I can swim a mile, can I do the paddle? And I'm like, well, we're not doing that, but we're doing this 10,000, we're doing this 10 K race. If you want to do that. So he's been practicing. Yeah. Uh, so they're going to hop in on that. And so to make it a fun episode, I'm going to race with my kids well, I make Julian and Marsden do the race in bowling shoes. <laughs> that's our nice. that's our 
hook there. Okay. Um, and then there's other friends that are going to be there. So Chandler Smith's going to be out there. We're going to try and connect with him for some content. Um, and then um, we have some rough ideas of how to make it kind of an interesting couple episodes that we're trying to produce while we're there. Gotcha. Now, has Jules recovered? from uh from his hamstring or is he still he, he's he, still nursing yeah that? I, I texted him out I texted him the other day so julian for he ran a 40 on our show on our comp we did a combine and uh his old ass couldn't keep up and so he popped <laughs> his hamstring and um he had to tap out of the tough mudder the next week um but he said he's running right now and he was able to run without pain as of like three days ago or two days, two days ago. So, okay. We'll, uh, you know, like how, how, when did you guys film the, the combine episode? Cause I, I know when you released it, it was like, what, like a week, a week or a week and a half ago, but he's had, yeah, he's had we more released time it than like, that. yeah, we released it a week and a half. Um, yeah. So we released it. Oh, I can't remember what day it is, man. We <laughs> released it like the last day of August. I think okay. it was the 31st or so whatever Wednesday that was. Yep. And then he, we filmed it like 10 days before that or eight days before okay. that. So he's had some time. He's had some time. He, he'll, he'll and get he's got a whole, it. he's got, you know, a whole week from now, he's got eight more days. He'll be yeah. fine. He'll be great to, to run mountains in mud and bowling shoes. Yeah. Not my problem. You know? That's his. <laughs> Have a life flight on standby, ready to go. Um, so you, you talked about bringing your kids with you this year. So how, how has the fitness journey been with them? Because you have, I mean, you have one of the funnest, I mean, I know it's work for you as well, but it's got to be one of the coolest jobs that you could possibly have of being able to go around and do this fitness journey with all of these top level athletes and these amazing people. How has that kind of changed how you do fitness with your kids? Uh, All it's really done is inspire me to want to, like, I love what we do. Yeah. And it takes a lot of time and toll to be away from family a lot to do it. Uh, especially when you're having to travel, like I'm, I'm envious of, of creators that create from their homes regularly and they're able to financially do that. Um, so there's, it's a double-edged sword because I love traveling, but I also love being home. Mm-hmm. So like I I've noticed a huge in, uh, change in, our family's dynamic by being around a lot more the last two or three weeks. And then also like just my, my body feels better from not traveling all the time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it makes a difference when you can like sleep regularly and eat regularly. Um, anyway, so for kids specifically, it's uh, because I have such a cool job and I love it so much. I like to bring them along whenever possible. So like this trip is awesome. We went to Hawaii a couple of months ago and they loved that, but they didn't, we didn't, they weren't a part of the fitness part of it. Um, and the gym we go to here, it's the coolest gym on the planet, but they don't have like a good kids program or they, it's actually like they have to be over like 10 or 12. So my kids can't go there. So we, we try, I try to, do some form of fitness every other day at my house, whether that's like biking in the backyard or um, doing some sort of accessory piece or even a Metcon in my backyard with whatever gear I have. And then we're building out a little home gym here in the next couple months um, to basically just have a place where they can see me working out and my wife working out and want to be a part of it. Cause when, when they see it, they're like, Oh, I want to do that. And I always, when I'm home and they're home, I try to make the workouts look as fun as possible. So I've always got like 
I'm always working at home. My number one tool is either my concept two bike, which isn't fun, but then my sandbag, which is this big yellow thing that I'm yeah. just throwing over my shoulder. And it looks kind of cool. And they're like, Oh, I want to do that. So then they go to get their medicine balls and come join me. And so, yeah, I, I, really when I'm working out at home, it's just a tool to get them to see me working out and, and be inspired to do it. That's awesome. And that, and that's kind of the journey that my kid, well, I have four, <laughs> you've, you've got two, I got four, yeah. uh, Alquatra. Yeah. yes, 13, nine, five, and two. Um, man, you got the, you got the gauntlet, you got the spread. Well, the two oldest are girls, the two youngest are boys. So I'm in yeah. the, I'm in the 13 year old teenage, ugh. You're living it, bro. Oh, living it, man. It's it's, it's rough, <laughs> but I, I want to thank you again for personally for us for signing my daughter's shirt. So my nine year old. Oh yeah. She is a huge CrossFit. Um, she's a CrossFit junkie. Um, she does CrossFit. She does gymnastics. She does baseball. Not not softball. She plays actual like fast pitch baseball, and um, she's yeah. she's a monster. But um, she is she she would watch the shows, you know, so, so she'd watch the stuff on, you know, like she'd watch if I'm watching a buttery bros episode, um, or she, you know, loves you guys' content because it is a little bit more fun than some of the other con. Well, it's a lot more fun than, than the other content out there. I mean, the other content, it, I mean, it's fun for me, but like, it's really fun for the, for, to be able to sit down with the kids and watch one of your episodes. And uh, yeah, we try to make it as entertaining as possible for that. Like we're not, we know our niche, which isn't like, we're not news. We're not yeah. like just updating people. We're entertainment. And so we have to make it as entertaining and as, uh, to, to make that successful, you've got to be as entertaining to as broad as not many people as possible. Yeah. Well, my daughter is now like just engulfing your content and she's, she's going yeah. through and she's just watching over and over. <laughs> um, and my five-year-old's the same way because those two are very close as far as what they do. So my 13-year-old, She's into horses, fantasy, and could care less about fitness. Um, my only rule with her is if she wants to deal with horses, which are these gigantic animals, she has to do some sort of fitness to, to, to develop strength to be able to handle horses. And she's okay with that. Um, but my nine-year-old is, she's doing the open under the 14 to 15-year-old standards as best as she can she's um she's watching you know like i said she was watching your show she's you know got to meet incredible athletes so for me to be able to bring her jersey and have everybody sign it um you know she she wanted all the athletes you know to sign it but she specifically said can you get the buttery bros to sign it so, <laughs> yeah so i was like all right good good deal yeah smart daughter she's she's ridiculously smart um and if she doesn't you know, if, if the fitness thing doesn't work out, she's going to be a lawyer. So, I mean, that's, Perfect. that's kind yeah. of her, you know, she'll, she'll fight you on everything. Um, but that was kind of the same thing with me is that I, I was a coach at the gym that I was at and, you know, we'd go and I'd coach the class and she would just sit and watch. And, you know, my five-year-old the same way, he would just sit and, and kind of watch. And both of them, you know, she started getting into it obviously a lot earlier. Um, when she was four years old, she started working out and wanting to do some of the workouts and then um, it kind of evolved into she was doing everything the adults were doing just on her scale. And and now she's gotten to a point where she's like, I want to go to the CrossFit Games. I want to be an athlete. Um, next time you go and volunteer, I want to come with you. I, you know, I want to go to Wadapalooza. I want to meet all these people. 
Um, but she's got to meet, you know, Catherine Davis' daughter, Amanda Barnhart, Chandler Smith. I mean, she's got to meet all these people. And I, I would say that it's probably the same, you know, for your kids as well. They're living, kind of living in a, a sports fantasy because what I consider it as if, you know, when I was watching baseball, when I was a kid, because that was the sport of choice, you know, being able to go talk to Ken Griffey Jr. And him actually respond and give like hitting tips and ask, you know, how my, you know, how my game is going. Our kids are getting to do that with these athletes that we're looking at as superstars now. Do you, yeah. do you see that? Do, do they even, do they even kind of comprehend that? Or do they just kind of think, oh man, these people are just cool. <laughs> um, I don't think they comprehend it to that degree, especially like uh, we're, we've been really lucky in like literally last December, we had Matt Fraser in my house, Justin Medeiros here, um, Martins Lisi. So like we're, we're going to, like I took Finley, my youngest to breakfast with Martins Lisi's, <laughs> Justin Medeiros and, and uh, a handful of friends. So I've got the world's strongest man and the world's fittest man at, like at the same table. Yeah. And they're just like, you know, he, my youngest is just trying to teach them about Jurassic world. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <That's laughs> so awesome. like, no, they don't comprehend, but like, I, <laughs> I'll say this. So my, my youngest or my oldest Maverick comes up to me and goes, dad, how strong are you? And I'm like, I'm the strongest person, you know, <laughs> and he's like, stronger than Matt Fraser. <laughs> and I was like, go to your room. Yeah. Go to your room. <laughs> My 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 five year old actually has a poster of Matt Fraser up on his wall, um, and I actually I actually put this on Instagram and I tagged Matt and I when I was at Wadapalooza I I talked to him about it he's like I saw it, and he's like that like he like that got me, but um, I I I was like hey buddy where do you want to put this and he's like I want to put it you know right here over my bed, and he goes I want to put it over my bed so when I have a bad dream at night I can look up at Matt Fraser and not be scared. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I was like, nice kid. All right, cool. We'll yeah, I it... have the opposite. If I woke up looking at Matt Fraser, I'd be terrified, you know? <laughs> well, since, since we're on the topic of Matt Fraser, <laughs> I do want to throw this out there because of the breaking news that happened yesterday. Um, it, I posted a video today of Conor McGregor walking into the walking into the arena doing his little arm swing. And I'm like, and with the caption of, I imagine this was Matt Fraser going to push send on Instagram when he announced his new <laughs> hard work pays off roster. <laughs> um, right? Look at that roster. I mean, that it's roster is, is crazy. Um, but, you know, it, it, Make Was Great Again put a, a pretty, pretty uh, interesting meme out um, talking about uh, his relationship with Ben Bergeron. <laughs> so it was just it was kind of funny you know that he would kind of take almost the whole cupboard of uh of of comp train which i i don't know if that has anything to do with it or not um you know that, that he would go and take it but i mean it's still it's still a monster's a monster's row yeah i think there's more to it i don't know any of the details so i can't speak to it yeah but, um i'm uh I don't know what's going on over at comp train. I can't speak to anything over there. Yeah. I know Matt really well and I like his, his programming. Um, and I also like Ben. So, oh, and, and me too. Uh, Sorry. I should, I should have led, I should have led with that and said, this isn't yeah, a, this isn't a throw. They're, good. they're all good people. Yeah. They, just, they are all good people. people moving. Yeah. So, 
I wish both of them the best of luck. And, and I'm excited to see for those athletes, like, okay, if you've, you've been under this banner for a really long time with these coaches and had this success, what happens when you shift and you move here? Yeah. Like for Katrin, she didn't, she, the first year she hasn't qualified to the CrossFit games since 2013 yeah. um, or 14 was, uh, yeah, was last year. And she's, it's the first year she's been away from Ben. And so now she's changing coaches again. I'm, I like Catherine a lot. She's a close friend. I, I hope the best for her coming back to see yeah. if she can come back to the CrossFit games. Oh, I so, I so want her to come back. Um, again, somebody that, that, you know, was amazing with my daughter. Um, we went up to CrossFit New England when she did her semifinal, when they were doing the online qualifiers. Oh, yeah. And after she was done, she came over to Stella and was like, hey, I, I saw you working out. You did a great job. Keep it up. And, you know, she sat and talked to her for like five minutes. She's just just as sweet as could be. And then when I ran into her at the games, she actually asked me how she's doing. And, you know, it, it kind of checked oh, up. And awesome. I was like, that's, that's awesome. Um, yeah. So what, you know, what kind of things do you have, if you can talk about them in the pipeline? I know you got podium going overseas and that's probably a big focus of trying to get that push. Um, but with the show, like, you know, got anything, you know, big coming up now that, uh, that you can, you can kind of tease. Um, we've got some stuff that we're working on. We're partnering with, uh, we're working to do some really like there's, I can't announce anything too crazy. Sure other than we're doing some f fresh stuff for the the end of the year that hopefully produces some stuff over the uh, beginning of 2023. Um, so we're working on some productions that far out, which we've never done, which is kind of exciting for us. So like really planning ahead in terms of like trying to get some awesome collaborations and not just CrossFit world, but using a lot of our connections outside of it to, to uh, bring more eyeballs in the fitness space to CrossFitters in general. And so using star power from other people to cross pollinate, um, which I'm very excited about. And then also like other projects, other episodes we have coming up, um, we're debating on going to the Rogue Invitational. Uh, we've got my homie Teofimo Lopez is uh, getting ready for a fight in the coming months. And so I want to go do a day of training with him down in Las Vegas. He's okay. a world-class boxer like one of the greatest in the world right now so that'd he's, be a really fun episode he's been on an episode right he was on a an episode last year where we did some um we did tough mutter again oh okay. with rain so he's a fellow rain athlete with us so is he we, the one that got punched in the stomach with by thor yeah thor punched <laughs> him in the stomach yeah and then he punched thor and it was like you know <laughs> that's cute <laughs> Keo's got a hard punch. It, yeah. it stung. It stung Thor. You could see it, but but Thor is like taking a sledgehammer. So oh my gosh. <laughs> so so let me, let's let's talk about that for a second. Did you ever envision, or was this like the you know the plan all along when you guys left and and branched out on your own? Did you ever envision transcending CrossFit and and becoming this brand that that's going to you know things like Tough Mudder Spartan? Um, you know, boxing, you know, just kind of branching out into all fitness. Yeah. I mean, that, that was, that wasn't like my goal specifically, but especially at the time, like 2019 and 2020, like what was going on in the CrossFit realm, yeah. like we're still feeling the repercussions from that. And there's still massive changes that are happening every week where you're like, Oh, what's going on over there. Um, 
but like I love not to say that we we ever intended to leave CrossFit or the community. That's our base. That's yeah. that's our foundation, right? And so we just always like I am interested in more than just that and as a person. And so for me, it was always like, hey, what do I want to do? And who am I inspired by that I can use this tool to connect with? And so that was people like Brooks, like that who's an NHL hockey player yeah. who's now a close friend. Um, Kai Green, I've always thought was a fascinating individual. And so like I was honored to be able to work with him. And so not only in terms of like the type of people that we're going to work out with, but brands that we're trying to work with as well, we see it as like, hey, we're approaching people like Blenders Eyewear, who's been with us for a really long time now. We have our own signature shades with them. They had zero interest in fitness when we first started working oh, with wow. them. And okay. now now they're starting to sponsor other CrossFit athletes. And that's because of like the exposure we brought to them into this community mm -hmm. and then utilizing their totally non-fitness related reach to to have a totally different audience outside of fitness and so like there's a there's a a good blend of brands like podium that we've built within the community and whoop which was very much a crossfit you know focused brand and GoWad, which is a very crossfit focused brand to rain who rain gymshark and blenders who we were the very first crossfit people at all that they've ever started working with yeah and now gymshark sponsors noah You've got um, Rain. I think we'll be working with some more CrossFit athletes coming up here soon. And and there's just a lot of really cool ways to bring exposure for us. So that's a kind of a long answer. But the goal was always to do things that I was excited to do and then put that on camera. Yeah, that's awesome. And like you said, I, I mean, you said leaving CrossFit. I mean, you can never leave CrossFit. That, that will be, <laughs> you'll be forever yeah. tied, you know, forever tied, you know, in that community. Because, I mean, this community. And in that community. And then, so like, it's, it's more than just, like, it's a, I love training. Like, there's nothing yeah. better than doing a, a Metcon. Like, I did, Lin, I did a Lynn yesterday, which is coming up on an episode soon. Mm -hmm. And, I, like, I finished that workout and I was like, man, I cannot ever remember feeling like this after a crossfit workout for like i can't I, it was a very unusual feeling and but you get that like once a month on a crossfit workout where you're like what just happened yeah you know <laughs> and but the endorphins are high and you had a lot of fun and you're like okay that sucked when are we gonna do it again <laughs> i had the i had the opposite on tuesday where i looked at i looked at the workout of the day it was um seven rounds for time um 15 15 at bat sit-ups 10 unbroken uh push jerks at 135 and five burpees over bar and i'm like that nah, looks fine it was it was not fine it, it no, was 50 it was over not, the head shoulder overhead that'll do it it was not it was not okay um yeah so ended up you know 70 70 shouldered overheads at 135 i was like oof it, it got it got rough but on paper i was like oh this is gonna be fun it'd be good um yeah and i and i feel good after like you you know like you said but you know sometimes i get the opposite of like what just happened that workout yeah that workout was horrible um what who have you had any of those moments um since you've been branching out and kind of getting outside of the crossfit realm that's just kind of a um like a fan moment where you're just like oh my gosh i can't believe i'm sitting here you know doing this with these people 
<laughs> oh, all the time. <laughs> like when we were probably the biggest one was last year when we were doing Tough Mudder with with Thor and Martine and Kai and Juju Mufu and Natalie Eve Marie and like they're kind of like we are way more in our element than they are in theirs like yeah Kai Green climbing over an obstacle was like what is happening right now <laughs> and it was awesome and he loved it and same with uh like Thor was just having a, a ball trying to get over you know some of the obstacles there and not that we're like American Ninja Warriors, but our our type of training is much more suited to climbing over something like that than theirs is. And so it was just, it was really a surreal experience. And then all the time we'll be like, um, like I'm, th- that Hawaii trip. I remember being in Hawaii, I'm paddling the Nepali coast with my friend, Matt Bickle. And you've just got this insane view of this, incredible island out on the ocean and you're near death and you're like what am i doing here this is so awesome and uh, uh i remember on that one in particularly just constantly being like this is so cool i i can't believe i get to do this and call it a job yeah that's awesome what is there is there one episode that you're just like like wow that was the that's like like what i guess like a favorite episode or a favorite um favorite moment that one right now is probably my favorite because of you know like it was a combination of everything i love which is i love producing content um i loved having my family on that episode so i loved inspiring that my kids are there with me and then um it's also helping like it's giving back to the Kiala foundation and and what they're doing there on that island and then also um all of those connections are made through crossfit so it's back to my my you know back to the roots like i we talked a little bit about how it's cool to get outside of crossfit but that's the community that we we love and want to help grow and so anytime that we're going out and doing stuff with those athletes um like it's a way to, to, in our eyes, to market this community out to new people and, and get others to try and be willing to, to just try a CrossFit workout. So like, I love the Hawaii episode. And the other one that sticks out to me that was, that was another surreal moment was when we were in Times Square with Kai Green and he's doing a hero workout, Randy, with a 75 pound barbell. Yeah. And I remember filming that and just going like, what? This is <laughs> nuts. Like, this is Kai Green, man. Yeah. This, is, this is a world renowned bodybuilder, Mr. Olympia contender, um, sweet human being that's out here just throwing around 75 pounds like it's a toothpick. Um, and, but and struggling not in a gym. after 40 reps. Yeah. And not in a gym. Like just, we're just in the middle of, no, we're in the middle of Times Square. Yeah. It's not nowhere. It's a huge place. Yeah. I, I've been there. I've been there twice. And my wife and I looked around. And I'm like, I love visiting here. I could never live here. No, it, never. 100%. Never. Oh, the other thing that was awesome about that experience was like, um, we were, uh, we weren't that particular day we were waking up we were going to Times square to do this and then we were going somewhere else to then go to the airport mm-hmm. 
And so like, I couldn't go get gym equipment, but we threw it out to our community. We're like, hey, is someone in, in New York that could bring me a barbell and do 15 pounds <laughs> And sure enough, this box owner was like, I'll be there, man. And so he showed up with a barbell and, and the ride around the plates and, and clips. And, and he was like, I'm just, I'm just honored to a, see, meet you guys. And then they, that Kai Green's going to use my shit. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that, and I, I've been, so last time, or the first time I went, I actually worked out at, uh, I think it was uh, Reebok CrossFit on like Fifth Avenue, which is like. Yeah, that's Annie's gym. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's, who's gym? Annie, Annie's part owner of that gym. Oh, nice. Thor's daughter. Okay. I, did, I didn't know that. That's, that's cool. Um, and it, I went down there and worked out. It was it was awesome, but you know, it, but again, surreal because you, you go down into the bottom, you go, you work out, you do, you know, you do your, you, you CrossFit, you do your workout and then you walk out and you're just right there in New York city. Yeah. It's like, Oh yeah. You're like, I'm, I'm, this is wild. I'm underneath New York city, just throwing around a barbell yeah. and having a good time. So it's awesome. Um, what, you, you know, it, I was able to be, you've had some crazy moments with, with Buttery Bros. One of them I got to actually be at, which was at the games last year with the wedding, <laughs> the wedding and the camp. <laughs> <laughs> Just if, if you haven't, if you're listening and you haven't watched the episode, go back and watch the episode of the wedding. But I have to say, I expected one thing and was completely floored at how well-spoken and not, not how well-spoken you are um, because you, because you're very well-spoken, but just how eloquently you put that wedding and, 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 and officiated that wedding. So kudos to you on that. And if you haven't watched it, Thank go, you. go back and watch it. Um, but one thing that is, that was very apparent and is very apparent in, you know, in kind of the way that you carry yourself and the things that, that you do is your faith as well. So, you know, I, you know, I consider myself Christian as far as, you know, you know, everything that, you know, the values that I hold for my family and things like that. But how does that kind of shape what you do and, you know, and kind of, you know, with leading your family, you know, kind of, kind of open the floor to you with that? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's first and foremost. Um, so I've got on my, my, Instagram, I think I still do is, is like the tagline is family, faith, fitness, film. Mm -hmm. And you know, the four F's that are the foundation of my life. Um, and so for us, it's very much like, I always tell my kids the most important, like I'll ask them, what is the most important thing? And they say, uh, I love you. And for me, it's important for them to know that that not only do I love them, but their Heavenly Father loves them. Mm -hmm. And the best way to return that love to him is to love others. Yeah. And so like it it spreads very organically. It's not very in your face with our marketing or with how I operate, but it's very much like the goal of like our tagline for Buttery Bros is spread butter, spread joy. Yeah. And uh, the best way I think that you can spread joy is to share love with other people, share what you love and be kind and, and courteous and grateful and humble with those that you interact with. And so um, with Buttery Bros, like we have this really cool, fun opportunity to inspire other people to go out and better themselves. And then uh, once you've filled your own cup, that's when you're best able to to fill others. 
And for me, the I'm a way better person after I've worked out than I am before. Yeah. And so, you know, it ties back into fitness where if I can get in, get in a quick workout, um, fill my cup, I'm, I'm much more capable of, of spreading joy and love to other people, um, as a human being after that. And so, um, it starts with my family cause they're the ones that I look after the most and, and that bring me the most joy. And then it spreads out beyond that to anyone that I interact with. That's, that's awesome. And, and you've been able to balance that pretty well. That's, that's, you know, Ben's, it seemed, it seemed like a very natural balance for you. Um, but is it something that you, you know, find yourself, you know, working on and, and just having to kind of step back and be like, Hey, you know, we need to, we need to retool some things. Uh, I mean, faith is always something you should be retooling. Um, like I, I had two brothers that went to Harvard when I was, so they, I'm in between them. So I've got a family of six and then I'm number five of six. So four and six both went to Harvard and then I like went to the local university. Gotcha. And so <laughs> <laughs> I remember my dad, like giving them both speeches before they left, which was like, Hey, you're going to a very liberal college. You're leaving home. Um, you're going to be influenced with some highly educated individuals just remember to spend as much time or if you ever start to question things remember how much time you're studying things that aren't gospel related and balance it out by studying the gospel before you make any rash decisions Hmm. and so like that's something that really stuck with me which is like anytime i'm like oh this is this is dumb i'm like well how much have i spent actually looking into instead of because so many people talk so much crap about other religions or religions yeah. in general and it has it's almost become like a negative connotation for for some groups in society and so i am constantly reminding myself like oh if you have a problem when was the last time that you like read your scriptures or you said like a legitimate prayer or you spent equal amounts of time hearing haters versus looking at into the 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 truth yeah and so um once I spend that appropriate amount of time or even less than um, I'm reminded of all the, the benefits and the, the blessings that come from it and the way you most importantly, the way I feel from it. And so um, it's able to kind of keep things in check. That's awesome. That, that, that that's fantastic, man. I, I love hearing that. And, you know, so many people think that it has to be something that is just like in your face you know, and it, it doesn't have to be like, like you said, you know, spread butter, spread joy. You know, it's kind of the, you know, when you can fill yourself up, then you can fill others. That is, you know, so much of, of that is missed, I think now in this time, um, because in this day and age, everybody's so focused on themselves and, and doing what, you know, kind of putting out their image and, and doing what they, you know, are putting out there on social media that they don't spend time to, to see how it's affecting others. And that's something with my kids, I've had to really like curb that, especially with my 13 year old, because she wants to be on social media with all her other friends and she wants to do all this stuff. And I'm like, no, <laughs> no, we'll, we'll, we'll get there, you know, at, yeah. at, at some point in time, but you've got to, you know, make sure you know who you are first before you, you know, start. Let that influence you. Yeah. yeah because that is such a, such a crazy influence out there. Um, you know, what are, uh, you, you had said that you're, you know, not going, so you're not doing Dubai, um, not going back to Spain <laughs> anytime soon. 
No, no, so, I don't want to get robbed again. Don't want to get robbed again. <laughs> Just kidding. I love Spain. Yes. Spain was beautiful. And, and I, I was texting with Matt O'Keefe and Matt Fraser and Sammy this morning um, that I'm jealous that they're over there. It looks really fun. Yeah. Um, we had discussed going over there and then in, in like May and then we forgot to circle back. So it didn't work out that we were going to be there now. But um, I wouldn't say that some of those events are out of the question. Like I, I wouldn't hold off on going to Dubai for podium because that i don't know that there's a huge market for that there i don't know so i'm not saying we wouldn't go to dubai or some of the other things just i know we're not scheduled as of right now to go anywhere international this year and um but like we booked our tickets to hawaii five days ago so (laughs) we we often go very we make big decisions very quickly and and execute really well when we do gotcha. so if we are uh, if we're going to dubai we might not know until the week before we go to dubai <laughs> nice and i'm assuming waterpalooza is, is a is a done deal that's you're there yeah i mean they're under like our, our big contact there was matt o'keefe um but uh um, we're still pretty good homies with the the people over there. I, I, I haven't been in touch with them directly, but I know through Podium, Podium has been, and they're planning to be there. So we love Wadapalooza, and yeah. I'm I'm assuming that we will be there and have a big presence there. We love we love going to Wadapalooza. Yeah, I, and I've got to see you. I got to see you that there this past year, and then uh, it's. I mean, we we take our annual picture at the games on the on the floor. Yeah, you know, every year. I think we got four. We got four years in now. Um, Boom. so yeah, it's good stuff. Well, no three, because it was 2019 and then 21 and 22. Um, yep. so we'll keep that. We'll keep that tradition going. Um, any guess, any guess do you think as to where it'll go after, after Madison this year? Oh, I, I don't know. Or where do you want it to go? <laughs> I, I have no somewhere. I, I would say for me, like, let's go to Australia. Let's go down to the Torium. Let's take over the Torium Pros thing that they have there because that looks awesome. Oh, yeah. Um, but that's saying that with zero understanding of what the landscape is, if there's any places to go do activities outside of that. Um, have, that's you, also have you been down there yet? Expensive. I haven't been to the Torium. I've been to Brisbane. I've okay. been to Wollongong and Sydney and, and all over the coast down there. I went and did a big shoot that yeah melbourne i've been to a bunch of australia okay um but every venue is different and it's also a ton of travel and australia was fairly difficult to work with during the the pandemic so maybe not there uh i could go anywhere man it's (laughs) it's it's, to me it's like if if they go outside of madison awesome let's go let's do something fresh you know let's turn the turn the page it's take on a new chapter yeah i mean madison has been fantastic i've it's been awesome but i love madison it's um, time for a new one but yeah know? we'll get we'll get a new one the um what is where is some place on your bucket list that you have yet to go that you're like you've got a pin in the pin in the map that's where i want to go either either, either personally or the show or with the show yeah ba- bali is uh, one um bali i i put it out there that i want to fly in a jet um and then uh train with the rock you know those okay. are probably the three three spectrums of travel funtivity and and personality nice i so 
I have messaged the rock multiple times. Obviously I'm not, I'm not getting anywhere with that, but yeah, I, he was, guy he, never always leaves me on red. You know, he, well, he was, uh, he was doing his Terramana Tuesdays. So I did a Terramana toast for the podcast, you know, and I, you know, did a little Terramana toast to, you know, took a shot of tequila, did the whole video thing that they, they do. And I, you know, posted it and he actually reposted it or, well, I mean, it was reposted on his page. Um, awesome. I don't imagine he's going through picking, <laughs> picking he who's, who no, he's no. going to repost, but you know, yeah. but I, but I had this shirt on, I was like, I got the Wexpeel shirt on, you know, it, you know, people were messaging me and like the rock, the rock mess, you know, reposted your video. So, you know, there's, there's, there's a possibility. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, so you said Bali, the rock and what was the third thing? Flying in a jet, flying you know? in a jet, Saw top gun. And okay. that reignited my my life goal of heating into a jet. And I've been doing like I'm terrible with balance or like my my vestibular system. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I, I get into a swing or we spin and I'm immediately dizzy. Oh no! So my kid my kids have been putting on me. We have a, a spinning swing in the back, and I've been getting on there and, and adding a second every day to see how long I can spin <laughs> and not feel dizzy. Nice. So, you know, I'm in jet training right now. So. <laughs> I know. So I'm trying to get an interview with one of the jet pilots, you know, from, from any of them, like the blue angels or, you know, any, yeah. of, any of those. Um, but I know that Margo Alvarez is friends with, um, someone who's a, a jet pilot. Yeah. It's probably Mace down there in Vegas. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And I don't, she's not flying for the, she's not flying anymore for that, that. Yeah. No, company. I, know she, I know she had, she had dropped from the company, but but yeah, she, but yeah, it's maybe an, she can get in the jet. It's an in, man. Maybe she's like a sweetheart. Yeah. She, yeah. she follows the butter row. So I'm like, nice. yeah, okay. We're homies. Dude, just put it out there. Put it out there in that episode. Yeah. Be like I want to fly. We in a put jet. it out in an episode with, with Justin Medeiros and I had two or three reach out. And so we're, we're seeing if we can make it nice, make it work. That's, that's awesome. And if I can talk Marjan into going, cause Marjan, Marjan immediately is like, oh, that sounds like just the worst day ever. Cause <laughs> Yeah, I'll be able to say I did it, but I'm going to be sick for like six hours after. And I was like, "Yeah, but is it is that the same six response? Six hours of sickness <laughs> to 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 a lifetime of memory. Is that the same response he had from the Liver King episode? <laughs> yeah, Liver Liver King, or even like when when we went to Tribal Clash in 2020. Yeah, um, we landed in Australia, and I was like, "Hey, man, the next time we're getting into an airplane is tomorrow." Actually, he's like, "What?" And I was like, "Yeah." And we're actually not going to land. We're actually going to, we're going to jump out of the airplane. And he was like, wait a minute, what? And I was like, yeah, we, we actually are. And he thought I was kidding. And I was like, no, 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 we're going, here's our receipt. We are going skydiving tomorrow. Nice. <laughs> and he couldn't sleep for the next two days. My, my brother, uh, my brother came down. He's a former Marine and he's a skydive junkie. So he's been like 200, he's jumped by himself 250 times and Jeez, uh, okay he, he came down a couple weeks ago and he's like hey um i told you i owe you a uh, a jump for your birthday i'm like what are you talking about my birthday was in july and i don't remember you saying anything about it he's like oh it was like a couple years ago but i still owe you so we're going I'm like all right let's go so so we went and we jumped and so you got a surprise birthday yeah yeah i got a surprise you birthday. Right a surprise birthday party yeah so, so i tried to get my wife to go that no, no. Yeah, so you got to separate. So if one of you passes away, at least someone else is there to take over the kids, you know? Well, so we have this game called Served, 
Um, and I probably shouldn't say this on the podcast because if she listens to it, she's going to be like, that's son of a... <laughs> so, <laughs> so there's this game called Served, and it's a, it's a deck of cards, and they're his and hers cards. And it has all these like little different challenges. So at any given time, you can hand this card over, and like one, one is like you have ten minutes to get ready. You have to be ready in the car. Doesn't matter, you know, what you're wearing or how you look. You have to be in the car in ten minutes. Here's the card. Go, and you start a stopwatch, and and you know she's got to scramble and get ready. So I did that one morning just to go get breakfast, you know, just for fun. But they've got other ones like, hey, let's try a new hobby. And you hand them that card, and they have to do whatever you say for that hobby. Yeah. So I was going to try and 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 slide that one Get in there for the, yeah. for the skydiving. Um, but there's also a Not Today Satan card that is the trump card of all cards. So she can turn that card in and 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 cancel cancel it out. But you only get oh. a couple. You only get one of those, and then a couple like no, you know, no cards <laughs> that you have to use sparingly. Um, on something that you really don't want to do, but it's, it's called served. It's really, it's a, it's a fun little game. So you just, yeah, fun. you know, kind of keep it light, keep it fun. Um, so as far as kind of the next five years, do you, do you set those five-year plans of like, Hey, this is where we want to be in five years and this is what we want to do. Um, or is it more of like a year to year thing or how do you, how do you go about planning where you're going to go next with, with the brand? It's more year to year. And then um, I've been listening to my homie. He's not my homie, I, I, but I think he's like my spirit animal. And his name is Jesse Itzler. And he talks about how he, he puts out a calendar for the year. And before he plans business stuff, he plans family stuff. Mm. And so like you put in the important stuff first and that's family. And then you plan everything else around that. And so um, – for me, that's like, I've had a number of people be like, Hey, we want to do something after Rogue um, in Austin that, that Monday. And I'm like, sorry, homie, that's October 31st. And I've already missed too many Halloweens with my kids. I'm not missing another one because in six years from now, I can absolutely go do business on Halloween because my kids aren't going to give a crap about their dad being around. But yeah. there's only like, a small finite number of my life that my kids are going to want me around on Halloween and I'm going to maximize that. Yep. And I haven't because I've been, I've been doing it backward. And so um, I'm trying to make a more big focus in that regard. And then for the buttery bros and, and the business. So uh, I'm trying to make the approach of both family and, and, and fun and, and the company for the company and for the content, it's, really just investing more into ourselves and trying to grow and streamline how production is done. Like right now, still uh, we're 165 episodes into the show and Marsden and I literally have edited every single one to some degree. Yeah. And so like the Tough Mudder one, I went through and I spent like eight hours editing. It's not a lot. It's way less than it used to be. Um, that's still eight hours of my week that I'm spending doing that as opposed to something else that's boring mm -hmm. the business. And it sounds really vain, but like the more we're in front of the the camera or the more we're planning productions as opposed to editing stuff, the better the productions are going to end up being. And so, and the better the the reach is and the consistency is. So it's, it's uh, figuring out how to streamline the post-production process and getting ahead of planning to to 
um, capitalize more how YouTube works because our show is very much like it. We started it knowing that our shows are too long for YouTube. They're too well produced for most YouTube and uh, but our audience has loved it and it's what we've done in the past. And so it's like, I, I would personally be unhappy if our productions were lower quality yeah. or looked lower quality. So it's, it's, it's all about like waiting for that platform to sort of catch up to us while also figuring out how to catch more on the algorithm there. Cause our, our biggest videos are like, you know, some have 500,000 views, some have a hundred thousand views. They're all pretty consistent, but that's on a YouTuber scale. Like I, we have some YouTuber friends that are that are an average of five hundred to to a million per video, and it's yeah. like, oh, that's a totally different audience than where we're at. Yeah. And so, how do we, how do we break into that sphere? Which is crazy, and and I get on to my kids all the time because they are they love YouTube, and and YouTube is great in certain places. Um, and then yeah. of course you get the random content and I'm like, how, how is this, like, how does this have 12 million views? How does this video of these people just being just idiotic that many views? Like, I, I hate it. <laughs> so like, so I, I will, I will randomly be, you know, look into the, you know, look into the living room and, you know, if, if my kids are on YouTube and be like, listen, if it's not one of like three shows, then turn it off. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. There's lots of dark holes on on YouTube that that like our 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 kids aren't allowed to just stream YouTube no. by themselves right now. Yeah. Um, but if we did during when we were uh we have in the past let them like, hey, we want to watch this channel and we'll just stream that channel for them for a bit. Yep. Um, but luckily, like, in our we moved into a new house a couple of years about. 18 months ago and my youngest broke our only tv <laughs> so we don't have a tv in my house right now so they don't oh, nice. stream very much nice yeah, yeah. and the, the accessibility of everything is is i mean on your phone on your on your ipad on on any screen um but that was the thing is like listen if there's and i think we have there's like three four three or four shows that i'm like okay if that one's on i don't even have to look, I know, okay, I'm good. You guys are one of them. <laughs> one, of, one of the four. Um, yeah. and then those guys out of, uh, out of, um, Australia, um, uh, how ridiculous. I don't know if you've seen those guys. Oh, I haven't seen those. They do all sorts of like, they, they do trick shots, but they do stuff like where they, they throw like balls off of a dam and then they're trying to catch it and they're like playing like little games They're It's actually, they're really, really good content. Um, also, you know, three just Christian dudes that, you know, want to just put out good, fun content that, you know, is safe for anybody to watch. And then, uh, of course, dude, perfect. Those guys. Yeah. Um, those guys are great. Is, is that going to be something you guys, are you guys going to tag I team would, with them? I, would, I, I mean, uh, we have zero connection or uh, zero discussion to them, but I, I look up to those guys a lot and yeah. think what they've done is incredible and I love their message. Um, and would love to, but we have no like no prods in that fire right now. We need to make but that happen. We, that needs yeah. to happen. There needs to be a fitness a, a fitness version, dude. Perfect. Um, yeah, I would love it for sure. Throw it in the gym and and, and let it go. 
Um, but those are like the you know the three, and then there's another guy, um, D Almighty. He he searches for river treasures, huh. and he's got like 13 million subscribers. But he oh that's awesome. He literally just scuba dives in lakes and ponds and streams and finds treasure that people <laughs> lost. So he finds iPhones, Apple watches, rings, all sorts of stuff everywhere he's got, awesome. he's got like 13 million subscribers so it's this random stuff that you know i don't know how it takes off um you know so yeah i mean i i think i think i think the collaboration you guys and dude perfect would be the would be the the winner right there be awesome so well man i'm going to you know we're, we're running on about an hour so i'm going to let let you bounce but uh before yeah, before we go tell everybody you know where they can find you um, where, you know, all the, all the spots and, and everything that you guys are working on as far as, you know, like business stuff that they can go and, and check out and, and purchase and, and stuff. Go ahead and plug away. Okay. So you can find me at, at Heber Cannon on Instagram and I have a TikTok. I don't use it very often. Uh, Buttery Bros, uh, Instagram and YouTube. Mainly YouTube is where we do our best work for Buttery Bros. And then you can also support us through Podium Supplements the best supplements out our new mint chocolate chip is very good and then we launched a backpack company last year called krieger which is doing awesome as well um so krieger bags is the easiest way to get that that's so, k-r-i-g-e-r so that's yours yeah okay. we're, we're part founders of that too i didn't know so i knew i had seen the bag but i didn't know that you guys were actually like you know part owners in that i thought that was just something that yeah. you guys teamed up with them that's awesome no, yeah, those are yeah, they're freaking awesome. There's, a, it's a dope bag. We're stoked about it. Gotcha. And you guys are on Patreon as well. We are on Patreon as well. Yep. So we 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 we're doing something really cool there. We're like, we saw it as a place to put some of our unreleased content and the extra scenes. So we do that too. Um, and then we got approached by someone that was like, "Hey, I want to do like this mini documentary on Chandler." and produce it would you guys pay me and i was like how would we make that feasible so yeah we've turned it into a place where we we are hiring um up and coming really cool creators mm. uh and and paying for them to produce mini documentaries um and we're just kind of like taking it on a case-by-case -case basis so we did this channel one that was really successful there and then we put it on our youtube and now we just started production through this kid named toby who's awesome and he's shooting with crop top nick, crop top nick out of uh nick matthews i think yep. is his last name i might be yep. missing that up um out of uh minnetonka crossfit so um that that little video will be coming out here in the next couple by the end of the month i'm hoping awesome awesome well, Hebert, thank you so much for, you know, jumping, yeah, on, jumping on the podcast today and, uh, man, all the, all the best wishes for, you know, this coming year, uh, a whole year, a, a whole new year, uh, older. And yeah, um, we'll see you on the floor of the game. Yeah. We'll see you on the floor of the game. Actually, we'll see you at Wadapalooza first. All right. Look Let's, forward to it. Awesome, man. <laughs>
I mean, he he's an awesome guy, and so much more than just what you see on the you know, on the episodes. And we talked a little bit about that with, you know, kind of how he balances his life between the craziness of of you know what they do and family and and having to travel and do all those things and faith and family and and all that and it was just awesome to hear kind of a different take from him than than what you would normally hear you know on the episodes you know kind of the episode persona awesome dude i love running into them they're always on the life of the party uh wherever we go and uh and it was a great time um that's going to pretty much do it for this episode. But remember, uh, we do have the event Total Terror going on at Tier 1 CrossFit DBP in Ocala, Florida. And if you're in the Central Florida area, make sure you head on out and uh, and, and come to the uh, to the event. It is on October 8th. You can go check it out on Facebook or Instagram, Tier 1 CrossFit DBP, Driven by Purpose. And uh, you can get signed up and all the proceeds go to the Florida alliance to uh stop human trafficking there's no better thing than that so get on it and you can also if you just want to donate if you are listening and you're nowhere near us and you still want to donate um do me a favor go to venmo and venmo cfdbp at or you know at venmo and Man, mention on the notes that you uh, heard it on the podcast, on the Wexpeel podcast, and uh, shoot over some some money to support such a great, great foundation. That's going to do it for today. Thank you guys for listening, as always, and stay tuned to next time.